the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook, just the best sportsbook ever. Download the app, use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's up? Two-man formation today. Adam Hogue, Mark We should Mark put you in the Carm. I formation. That'd be fun. Just put Carm right behind you. I'm almost, I think we should be in the solo QB formation. I just feel like sitting in the corner and facing the wall like I've been. You should chastised by mrs hartman in seventh grade <laughs> social you know, studies i'm starting to realize why schooling didn't go well for you you're resisting the teaching i don't see a resistance i think i've taken this, the feedback today to exquisitely listen to the senseis wait hold on you've you've taken the feedback you just yes. haven't applied it yet that's no i think i have applied some i have fixed errors <laughs> And now I am setting a new flag planted in my future of perfection in spelling and okay. Here's the thing. Parentheses. Karma is the guy that writes the title and description every morning. Uh, let's just say that he needs a copy editor. Grammar, Can- spelling, things are not. Like, what you see on the YouTube description is not what he writes. You know, Gary Ross was such a great help, but the. Yeah, the draft show. I wonder if he can come in and copy edit everything you write. Well, Mubs. Yeah. Mubs, I need you to come to my defense and tell Lawrence to shut up. <laughs> as long as people like Mubs, uh, I appreciate it. We had it. this nice, productive conversation that right before the show. Leak. Leak. We're, leak. We're eating leaves. Broad. Listen. Green. For the record, Broad I wasn't going to bring any of this up. And then right before we hit go, you were like, we should have fun with this. Did I say that? You just did, yes. It's always fun. No, I said that Lawrence should have fun with it. I didn't say that. Oh. I said that Lawrence could go at me all show, but you can too. But bottom line, Hogue, let's just get into this, and I'm sure it'll organically happen throughout the show. Organically like a leak. Like a leak. A leak. An organic leak. Organic leak. I like leeks with my chicken, the brick chicken at Hole in the Wall in the Northern Burbs. Straight delicious. Mm. It's a really good leak. Um, Martin, All right. jumping in here with a super chat to start the show. Four ninety nine. What's up, Martin? Bears versus Chiefs to open the twenty twenty three season bucket. They flip the Dolphins and Bears games. That's what's making its way around the rumor mill, Martin. And it sounds logical, right, Adam? Well, so here's always my question. Whenever uh, I don't know how I insulate myself so well from rumors. Where are the rumors coming from? Serious question. Because that is logical. As somebody that is sort of a scheduled geek and in the past had better sources than I do now, quite frankly, on how this all gets put together. Um, if they had this problem, which I explained yesterday, was a legitimate problem. I am actually going to come out here and defend our guy, the cat man. Probably ran with the news a little bit too soon, but there was a point where or at least many points in this discussion where it, there was a thought that the Bears were going to Germany. But what Peter King reported the other day in that, why are you looking at me like that? I don't like when you look at me like that. I'm just, I'm dialed in on you right now. This is what happens when I don't have my phone, even though I do have it right next to me today. I'm just, I'm just focusing in on you. i not listening. It's better that way. You, okay. cre- you're creeping me out. Okay, I'll look the other way. Keep going. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, so the point is that this Germany thing was a problem. 
And I yeah. talked about it yesterday, and I know Lawrence looked at me like I had seven heads when I brought up the Lions problem, that they could go 24 years without going to Kansas City. Yeah. You said, why does that matter? Exactly. And I was thinking about this this morning, because like at the same time, we just had this discussion with baseball about how the b- – unbalanced schedule balanced schedule it's better because mike trout you know get to see more because he goes to more cities it's a good thing now i don't know who the lions necessarily have that everybody in kansas city's dying to see but jamar gibbs the point is the nfl doesn't want teams to not visit a, a city for a quarter century that's a little nuts okay so they had to they had to make a concession and wasn't it Car- our guy carrington was on the show yesterday saying he thought it would be chiefs dolphins to start the season, right? He did, and obviously, well, no, no, no. He did not say that. He he thought that he his logic. He thought that that was going to be the season opening game. He, well, he put it was either going to be the Dolphins, the Lions, or the Bears. He his if if I'm remembering that segment correctly, which I tried to forget that segment. No, but no, no. He said he said that he thought that Tyreek was going to come back to Kansas City, which I didn't think made a whole lot of sense. And it turns out that he's not coming back to Kansas City because he's going to Germany. Right. He thought that would be the season opening game because you would have Tyreek come back to Kansas yep. City. Yes. Yes. Correct. And then it would end up being Detroit. That's right. Yes. Which I push back on. And so in yeah. the end, it turns out that it's the Dolphins, which makes sense. Yeah. That whole Tyreek coming back to Kansas City, that's definitely a... Uh, um, for the fans. That that matters in Kansas City and literally nowhere else. Right. Does anyone in Chicago care about Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City? No, no. I don't. So, no. yeah. Storyline 12. Getting back to the original Super Chat, though, because I think there's some credence to this, and I have no sources on this. I am just reading, you know, between the lines on it. In the, basically, the options the NFL has now, because the Chiefs are going to open the season at home. Super Bowl champion usually does there are some rare exceptions like the year the bears and packers opened up the season on thursday night because it was year 100 and the whole 100 celebration you either go divisional opponent lions or bears the bears rate well yeah the bears have had an exciting offseason the bears still have justin fields the bears are going to be undefeated in week one right still relevant so I actually think there's a lot of logic to that being the season opening game. Chiefs, Bears, week one. Yep. I Carm thought- already 0 for 1 on his schedule we haven't even gone through. Okay, I'm not going to punt on my amazing <laughs> schedule that is going to be 100% right, but I did think long and hard about the Bears and the Chiefs on Thursday night to start the season. But I decided to not do that because I figured they would want a more – marquee level matchup than I'll give the Bears more credit the three and 14 Bears but maybe they'll do it nothing says prime time like the flus I mean it makes it adds up but because you can sell it the third year Justin Fields Jalen Hurts DJ Moore new offensive line second year Luke Getze flus to the moon so many storylines Bears Fields could have been a could you know is we didn't get Mahomes we got Fields they could do a million different things I still think you you you're, it's kind of more exciting if you do a divisional matchup and it's the Chargers but maybe they will I my the, sca- other, the other game that would have made a ton of sense to start the year would have been Bengals right Chiefs but, but we and know that that's not happening they scheduled that for New Year's Eve those are the two games that are already out so it's two of the Chiefs home games otherwise. Your options are Broncos, 
eh. Chargers, okay. I mean, I could go for some Justin Her- Herbert. Herbert Field. That was a big Thursday. Night. That was a big Thursday night game last year. Raiders. Also interesting, just because it's the Raiders, but uh, not like the Bears. Jimmy G, baby. Jimmy G, silver and black, divisional rival. Okay, wait a minute. I'm no. interested. Why wouldn't the Bills be the game? The Bills go to Arrowhead. Bills, Did Chiefs, the, opening night, Super Bowl, let's go. Wait, AFC couple, Championship game. A couple game. people were talking about the, the uh, Eagles, Chiefs, that they play this year as well. Chiefs got a hell of a schedule if that's the case. If they're playing the Bills and the Bengals. Yeah, Super Bowl rematch. Didn't uh, – I saw – speaking of rumors, I think – the Fleetwood Mac album? Uh, no. Mrs. Kelsey was on Facebook saying that that's week two. The game between her two sons. She, like, posted oh, that a she, few days ago. So she's talking she to the schedule it. makers and she knows. L-E-E-K or L-E-A-K? Which one? I don't know. They're eating leaks and leaking games. That's what they're doing. I do. It's incredible just on a NFL rules the roost dominant that there is this much interest in when all these games are going to be it's unbelievable at all i'm sorry i hate these like manufactured big deals that the nfl likes to make it it's not manufactured this this is our lives we are literally planning the rest of our year right now around what happens tomorrow night it's very important to me do you understand how important it is when we do these chairs no matter what time it is and where they're going okay i i just have so you know how I, mean, you, I know we're not going to Germany now. That's which awesome. holiday am I going to spend in Detroit again? All right, yeah, that's I, the game I play every year. Ish. We're going to have to have an agree- even when I'm not supposed to be there. I end Thanks, up there. Mubs. Mubs agrees with me. Law, we're going to have to have an agreement. I'm going to do better on the description, and then on the show, you're going to speak just slightly louder so I can hear you. Yeah, there uh, is that problem. Okay, well, I could talk louder if you'd like. Yeah, just a little louder. I thought, you know, I've, I, got, like I've a, gotten closer to you now. And I do feel much better. Hogue is just making me putting it. I can't. This look is, at all the, look at all the people agreeing with me. He's showing the bottom of your shoes to, to, to our look YouTube audience. Look at this. Mike, I hate schedule stuff. Uh, okay. Mubs, uh, I agree with Lawrence. Uh, let's see. Who else? RM is with me on that. Yeah. I agree as well from Joshua. Now go to w the next Lawrence. one. Don't skip over oh, Braggs. Okay. Braggs in the stands. Well, I was showing me first, but uh, oh, God, yeah, you know, you know how exhausting Braggs is. He's always in the know on what it's like for fans. It's it's actually a big thing for fans to plan trips, book flights, and hotels. It is. I understand, but he the the point is that he's just like he's like the mayor of it. He understands the fandom better than anyone. And you know, can I just have one? Can I have thirty seconds, please? You spent three days saying Uh-oh. that the. That the Chiefs. Here he is. Moriano's in the chat. Moriano. Isn't he on a plane right now? I don't know. He's on a plane. What the hell's he doing? He's on a plane to Hawaii. He, well, he tweeted about being on a plane. I assume he wasn't lying. Can we screenshot that? Nick has said he's going to Detroit. Uh, yeah, we can screenshot that. Sure. So, Oops. That's not the right thing. I don't he care. He'll go to Detroit. I don't care if that game's on Christmas Day. He's going to. He didn't go to Detroit last year. Why didn't he go? It was New Year's Eve. 
Why didn't Why didn't he so go? So Hogue went to New York to, to Detroit <laughs> and watched. That was my favorite part of the last year. Georgia <laughs> Ohio State game at a hotel bar with Pat Finley and Dan Weeder. I tried so hard to get to go to that trip. They're like, "No, Carm, you're not professional enough. You're not going on the road for us. Hogue's going. <laughs> why don't you try Twitter and and, and and show descriptions? And when you get that down, we'll consider sending you on a road trip. Okay. Have fun, Nick. I miss you. Great win by you on the ping pong table yesterday. Before we get to my amazing schedule, can I just complain about Greg Braggs? Would you like to wait for the Is that the, the 30 the seconds show? you asked for? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So the great cram of, uh, <laughs> of, of Twitter, who's my new best friend who I've never met. I didn't know this till last night. There is a, there's a parody account. Yes. But why does a parody need a parody account? I have no idea how to explain any of that. There's a cram on Twitter who 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 is a supporter of yours truly. I haven't met him. He's my new best friend. He he direct messaged me yesterday and asked if I wanted tickets to Cubs Cardinals, which was a very very nice thing to do. So, in my situation, I was taking care of the dog this week. I had I had to plan out for the schedule show. It was a busy night. So, he said, "Do whatever you want with the tickets." I knew there was this guy by the name of Greg Braggs who would probably go. So I gave him the Cubs tickets. Cubs cards, bleacher seats. Dude got there at 6 o'clock. He's spying on Nicholas Moriano. He's tweeting all night long. Yeah. I gave – now, Cram gave me the seats, but I passed them along to Braggs. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. So then he proceeds in the seats that I got him to sit there and taunt Northwestern. Yep, I saw that. Taunt Chris Collins. Yep. Create a discussion on Twitter. Yep. And then – and then he tweets out, thanks to Cram for the seats. <laughs> Cram didn't give you the seats. If Cram had given you the seats, he would have tweeted at you and said, hey, Braggs, you want to go to the game? I gave you the seats. This freaking guy goes to the game on my seats and, tw- and, and taunts Chris Collins and, and sits there in his brick-by-brick brick jersey. What a slob of an individual. Uh. What, 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 what kind of friend is that? First of all, thank you to Rob Schwartz for being the only person who got my joke from a minute and a half ago. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> I that. I missed it for sure. Um, you, you'll, you'll catch it on the replay. Um, I don't know that you should be taking credit for the seats. It kind of feels like they're cram seats. They are cram seats. Yeah. They are. But, but he... he, he he, he, you, he, first of all, he you doled ex- them out to me. You accepted tickets and then gave them to somebody else? He said, do it. I, I, he offered it earlier in the day. I said, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. But if you can't get rid of them in the afternoon, I'll take them. I'll, 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 maybe I'll be able to make it. And, and then in the afternoon, he passed them along. He said, do whatever you want with them. Okay. And I thought about going, but it, I just had too much going on. And I just didn't, you know. And and then he called you Walmart Seinfeld. What, the, what is what is that? Walmart Seinfeld. I, I mean, I'd say it's not nice. I'm not really sure what it means. <laughs> not nice at all. I think it's a discount Seinfeld. First of all, anything Seinfeld is good. I appreciated Carm's rant there. And um, oh, love Dave. All right, yeah. all right. Let's get to your predicted schedule. Uh, can I quickly just uh, we got a, a couple super chats yeah. that uh, we should rock, okay. rock through here. Yoshino, ten bucks. Missed you guys live, but watch back later. I've never been so stressed watching yesterday. I feel for you, Hogue. Other than that, glad we're not in Germany. Bear down. Now, 
Not really sure what that's in regards to. Is it the Bedard conversation? Is Maybe. it another thing? I mean, I feel like we had multiple reasons. I would for like to be. go back to that Bedard argument. Um, and apologize? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I have to say, I want to actually pat myself on the back for a second because I was getting my ass kicked in that argument early on, and then I dominated the last two-minute drill. <laughs> and really, the way whoever edited it, too, the way it gets cut off, I had the last word. It's victory, Hogue. Oh, I haven't seen how they edited it. Oh, it's a great well, job. I mean, I just uh, – it was just edited to the times given in the – in the request, whoever made the request. So you're saying that my brilliant argument got chopped into a way that it makes like Hogue look like you won that. Well, and I think you're the one who put it in the time code. So I think. No, no. That was Nicholas Moriano yesterday. Okay. My job is today. Uh, so that was a, Team a bystander. You know, it's a sidelines type situation there. Um, Daniel Trump, $10. The schedule is full of winnable games, except You're right Chiefs. about that, man. True or false? I got so excited putting the schedule together because it Daniel. is. The, 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 a lot of winnable games yeah. there. So a lot of them. Carm, um, Car- get out of here, Braggs. With you, 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 no one needs to hear your your thought on who won the <laughs> argument. Correct. Said, Even though he's backing me for yeah, he, he comes out. He says Carm won. By five. the way, Braggs after dark tonight, yeah. eight o'clock. I'll be making a cameo. Brags after dark. Brags after it dark. Brags after dark today. All right, let's jump into the schedule. Um, you first of all, here's what we know. All right, because we do you want to? Okay. There were some announcements today. The Black Friday game is Dolphins Jets. Aaron Rodgers. Black I'll be Friday. out shopping. No, you won't. You'll be watching. I will be watching. You'll be watching like, football. Um, three o'clock game, right? Midday. Yes. It is, well, three o'clock Eastern, so it's two, two o'clock, o'clock on Black Friday. Streamed only on Amazon Prime. The Bengals uh, will go to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs on New Year's Eve, which we mentioned. That's the late afternoon game on CBS. That's a Sunday, and then the Chiefs game in Germany ended up being the Dolphins week nine that's the one everyone said what could be the Bears it is actually just the Dolphins uh the Giants and Eagles on Christmas Day and that is the late afternoon game on Christmas Monday December 25th um Jaguars playing two London games back-to-back weeks once Trevor, they're at home and once they're on the road. Trevor, at some point, the NFL is just going to actually trick them and be like, um, actually, you're just going to stay here the rest of the season. You are now the London Jaguars. I want, I want Trevor Lawrence to come back with a nice Cockney accent. Shout out to Cockies. Did you hear anything, Lawrence? I did not hear yeah, what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> this is always a problem in the summer when the air is running. Um, okay. That actually could be a whole bit too, by the way. Lawrence just does his own show over there that we don't. Yeah. We have no idea what I'll he just, says. I'll just mute you. You guys will think you're talking and right. Well, now see, now we can hear you because the the air went off. The air. Yeah, went I mean off. that thing is covered. The Jaguars up averaged sixty six thousand four hundred and fifty nine spectators per game last year. Just doing a quick Jaguars check. They don't need to be moving to know. That's more than the Bears. Yeah. I'm out. I'm because I'm, I'm here for you, Soldier Jags Field. fans. Trevor Lawrence lovers, I got you. Yeah. Keep going. 
All right. Well, no. You're. What's your? Do you want to do ads and then we'll do my schedule? Or sure. You? But you. Uh, what? I, I'm. I'm just doing a double check because you said game. Game time. Right. Oh. Uh, okay. I don't even know how that's possible. Uh, I, I do think, I honestly do think there's something wrong with me. Yeah, there might be. There's. I just thought you were shortening it or something, but it just confused me, so I'm like, whatever. All right, I should have checked that out before the show started. That's on me. It's all good. No, all right. Clearly. Um, wow, that's rough. Game, t- <laughs> game rough. time, which is another, if you can't go to the Cram parody account to get tickets, uh, check out Game Time. If you're ever stressed out about getting tickets, you shouldn't be because uh, it should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Browse through the Game Time app, and you'll see all the options available. You just pop on the game you want. So if we're talking Cubs... Tonight, you'd, you'll see a button that says Flash Steel. It'll pop up right there. Let me just keep A lot of options. Again, this is if you don't have access to cram.com and the, uh, the the tickets that the free tickets cram gets and then scalps to brags. And for the record, if you, if you need help with game time, you can and what tickets to buy, hit me up on Twitter. I will tell you the best option to find. I love, absolutely love my game time ticket app. And you're, the Flash Steel that you're looking at right now, Ogalicious. <laughs> There's a lot of them. A lot of good options. I personally would go to 317 Row 4 Catalina Club. All you can drink. 155ers with fees. That's probably, uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, that ticket's actually gone, but $213 all you can eat and drink and watch Cubs cards in a premium seat. I don't, I don't hate that look for you, but if you want to go cheap, you can get in for 23 bucks tonight. With fees. So download the GameTime app, create an account, use code CHGO. You'll get 20% off your first purchase. Terms apply. But again, create an account, redeem code CHGO for uh, $20 off. Download it game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's what I'm talking about. Game time tickets fully spelled out forever and always as we move forward. And I... Just do better in the, life. The Comment Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses and the communities doing? they serve, helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. What are you doing? What are you doing? Is that, what does that say? Oh, I don't know. But we could continue on with that yeah. if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess today. Well, there's no mess. You just needed to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, it's true, Hogue. The comment does offer a wide variety of incentives and lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory. Comment Adam Hogue also offers facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities like for HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. And how does that work? Well, it works like this. An authorized engineer 
not Greg Braggs, is going to work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. They're going to figure out what you need. And this can be done, by the way, in person or virtually. And it does last. You should plan for two hours. Within three to four weeks after that, you're going to receive a detailed report giving you your energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include the estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and a simple payback. If you own a business, do not wait. Get that started today, saving money and energy. For energy-saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. Did you say comed.com slash poweringbiz? You bet your sweet bippy. Schedule it today. Let's go. All right. I love you, comed. I like... Nishlia says, Lawrence, take back control, please. Someone needs to. The show fills uh, off. All right, you ready? Yes. Carm's made a schedule for the Bears. I have. Lawrence? No, I didn't. No? Okay. All right. Everybody sit back and just get ready and mark this down. This is the schedule. On September the 10th, a Sunday, the Bears are going to open up at home with a very winnable game with the Arizona Cardinals come into town, baby. You know it. You love it. Opening day, the Cardinals. Let's go 1-0. After that, we're going to go back on the road to... Uh, Why'd you pick Cardinals for the opener? Because I want to give the Bears wins early so their national oh, okay. TV games will be that much more relevant. I also think it's an interesting uh, battle from two teams trying to establish themselves early, Cardinals and Bears. Then the Bears go on the road to play the Cleveland Browns. That's right, an early season matchup. They were there a couple of years ago. It'll be a great storyline. Remember when Fields That's went to Cleveland? That's the game we do not talk about. That's, yeah, it's the game we do not talk <laughs> about. What, why are you shaking your head? I mean, that game was terrible. Why you right. Remember that great storyline? This, story this, this no, is going to show the – this is going to show – Matt Nagy, you're very funny. This is going to show the progress. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to show the progress for those of you in the audio world. Nagy has us said to 0-2. The progress from when we went to Cleveland then to now. It's going to be a great storyline. Look at the difference. And then, as the Bears are sitting at 2-0, and we're going to get our first divisional game. Minnesota, another Sunday matchup, will be at Soldier Field on the 24th. It's going to be an incredible tailgate. Two great tailgates, by the way, to start the season in September and then as the Bears are the darling early story of the year they'll play on Sunday night October 1st their first primetime matchup at Green Bay they love a good Sunday night matchup with the Packers it's a great seller the Bears are a great story uh the Packers you know are still the Packers even without Aaron Rodgers so I've got them playing at Green Bay October the 1st then I I don't think I I think this is I think without Rodgers I think they go the Packers are going to be moved out of that late afternoon window that they've always been in forever. And then I think they, I, I think they, Bears Packers is not Sunday night this year because Rodgers is gone. Maybe so. You could be right. I'm saying that it still is there. Okay. That's what I'm going with. They Bears. do. It's a real thing, though. NBC likes going to Green Bay. Yeah, and like the, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the people in charge. They like going to Green Bay. That's well, why the Packers play Sunday night games. And and Bears Packers, it really doesn't matter who's on the field. It's Bears Packers. It's always interesting. Uh, then we go to Tampa Bay. Back on, uh, still staying on Sunday night, October 8th. Bears at the Bucks. Then the Broncos are coming calling. 
on October the 15th. Uh, by the way, we're still undefeated. And then it's the Panthers, October 22nd, coming to Soldier Field. Then back on the road, October 29th, to play the Washington Commanders, followed by a November 5th bye week. And that's when we head to Kansas City, November the 12th. We go to KC, then back at home versus the Falcons on the 19th. Then the Bears will play on Thanksgiving Day. I do have them playing at Detroit. Uh, last time we did that was 2021. We're doing it again this year. And then we're going to follow that up with another Thursday night game a week later, the Raiders at Soldier Field. Uh, let's, go, let's go Vegas. And then we wrap up with the final five being the Bears at the Saints on December 10th, the Sunday. The Lions are here on December 17th. Packers and Bears again Christmas Day. We're going to get another national opportunity. Bears-Packers on Christmas Day. Everybody loves that. It's holiday season. Let's go. Then to wrap up the year, two road games, the Bears at the Chargers on the 31st because you want to. why would you not want to play that game in the beautiful sunshine? And then we're going into the Dome January 7th, wrapping it up once again with the Bears and the Vikings. That's the current prediction. I mean, wouldn't it be nice to end the season with two games on the road and not two games in brutal cold Soldier Field? Right? I love that part of your schedule. I'm trying to think logically. I'm trying to give them early wins. By the way, like, think about the winnable games here. Cardinals? Browns? Can we call that a winnable game? I mean, yeah, Do, right. They're, I, they're always the Browns. Yeah, I, mean, I would call them. Vikings at home winnable? I'd say the Browns are tough game. two and a half point favorites. Um, that game. I mean, but th- that's saying Vegas thinks the Bears are going to win, right? Doesn't the home team always get three points? I mean... Here. Basically says it's a toss up. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. Do we want to count the Browns as winnable or not winnable? Winnable? I think it's winnable because it's the right. way, Gary Ross is just torching your schedule. <laughs> Whatever, Gary. And if I yeah, do, and it, I, it, I I do agree though with Gary, but the fact that you had them playing the Chiefs on the twelfth when they're in Germany on the fifth. So that's a mistake. First mistake, <laughs> not necessarily. You don't have to take your bye. At, the Packers did not take their bye week after going to London last year. Stick with Carm. I'm with you, Hogue. <laughs> Still correct. Gary, sit down. No, I mean, usually you do. Logically, you probably should. But not. But when you're the playing team, the Bears, maybe you don't have to. Teams have that option. I mean, I listen, uh, this schedule is probably not going to be completely perfect. I, I'll probably get 80% of it right. <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Back to winnable games. Cardinals, Browns. Vikings at home, winnable, right? Packers at home, winnable. Bucks on the road, winnable. Broncos at home, winnable. Panthers at home, winnable. That's seven. Commanders on the road, winnable, eight. Can't beat the Chiefs, fine. Falcons at home, nine. Lions at home, 10. Raiders at home, 11. At the Saints, 12. Lions at home, or Lions on the road, whatever, 13. Packers and Bears, 14. Chargers is a tough game, uh, but so 15 winnable games, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, if your point is there's not a lot of, uh, there's one game on there that you can really point to that they ain't winning in Kansas City. Another way to look at this is how many games are they more than a touchdown underdog? Cardinals, no. Browns, no. It, it, of course, it always depends. Literally only Kansas City. Maybe at the Chargers if it's late in the season and Fields is hurt. 
Yeah, the Chargers could be. Um, the Lions could be, depending on how things go. But could be. Yeah. Unlikely. Yeah. We're in the mix, baby. We are in the damn-ass mix. That's what I'm saying. It's a manageable schedule. It's a manageable schedule. Niche is right, though. I mean, they're all winnable before the season starts. 17-0. Let's do it. Super Bowl. The Chiefs game's not winnable before the season starts. Why not? They ain't being the Chiefs Because they go to Germany. Carm's resigned to his fate. I mean, yesterday I talked big, but let's be, if we're doing realistic moment for one second, the literally the only game on there that you look at, like, yeah, they're not winning that one. But other than that, yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, predicting possible primetime games. I think, obviously, Bears-Packers is always a candidate. I almost wonder if that could be played on Thursday or Monday night. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get better games for Amazon Prime on Thursday nights. And regardless of record, to me, handing Amazon Prime a cookie by saying, here's Bears-Packers is a good compromise. Not the best teams in the league, but it's still a good rivalry game that's going to rate well. Happy Amazon Prime. That's something that I'm I mad at myself because I, 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 I meant to do that, but I didn't. I should have because I put the Bears and Packers on Christmas Day, so I didn't want to do them on Thursday night, too. But in, in my original version, I had them playing Thursday night. I think that makes a ton of sense. But you're on to something um, with the back to back Thursday games that the Bears are on Thanksgiving. That is something that happens a lot where you play Thanksgiving and then you play the following Thursday on normal rest against another team that also played. On Thursday, but typically that would be a lot of times that would be a game against the Cowboys then the following week because the Cowboys always play Thursday, Thursday. So, but it's possible you have the Raiders in there. Other possible primetime games, I, I could really see Bears Chiefs being a primetime game despite the fact that it most likely wouldn't go well for the Bears. It's Patrick Mahomes, Justin Fields especially if you do it early in the season. Um, that would be interesting. It's a danger. It, I'm buying into the rumors, but if I'm the NFL, do I want to put on a legit potential blowout on, on week one? Do I want to do that? I don't think I do. Well, if it's not the season opener, though, I could see it being a Monday night football game later in the year. Sure. Absolutely. And then, Great. We'll all go down there and buy barbecue all weekend long, play Monday night. That's exactly what the Chiefs want. Let's give all the money to Clark Hunt, even though I don't know how exactly he gets <laughs> the money from sales taxes at uh, Arthur Bryant's. What are we talking about? <laughs> Three more cents for Clark Hunt? What about Bears? What if they did Bears-Lions in primetime this year? I like that. I think that's a possibility, absolutely. The sexy Detroit Lions versus the up-and-coming Bears. Let's go. So, Campbell versus Fluce, ankle biting versus hits principle. I'm in. I'm going to say um, my prediction is all right. So the Bears were scheduled for three primetime games last year. They were all early in the year because they knew they were going to be bad by the end of the year. But if I set the over under at three and a half primetime games, and my definition of those, just for the record, are holidays. Um, no. No. Sunday night. 
Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night games. So not Thanksgiving or Christmas Day. I Correct. take the under. I see. I still think they get scheduled for four plus Thanksgiving. Wow. Okay. I hope you're wrong. I love Sunday games. I like being here on Sunday. <laughs> I'm I like not to, asking you what you want. I, I'm asking I'm just, you <laughs> to consider what the NFL wants, which is good ratings. And as much as people like to shit on the Bears, they rate well. There are Bears fans I, everywhere that watch all the way to the damn end of the season when they've lost 10 games in a row. Shout I, out to I, it's, it's certainly possible. I also just think you're, you're making a big bet on a team that won three games last year. So I would be skeptical. I mean, three feels plenty. That's a lot of Bears on national TV. Now, are you saying, like, can, it, can they get flexed in? Sure. Or you're saying if, I, like tomorrow when the schedule comes I mean, out. I guess I'm four. saying I guess I'm saying what the schedule is tomorrow. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they end up getting flexed into another one. You don't you don't have to you don't have to try too hard to get this team with this schedule as Karn brought up earlier to to somewhere around seven, eight, nine wins in there in that range. And what that does is that puts you in the mix. In the mix. For for a playoff spot. Which makes interesting games late in the year. Now the NFL, the NFL handled the Bears perfectly last year. They got their ratings early in the year. Right. They, they got them in there for a few primetime games. They got their Thursday night game against the Commanders, which is another market that you know th- their fans are sick of them in DC, but they still rate well as a team. It's still a major market, and you got that game on a Thursday night early in the year. It was ugly. Carson Wentz blasted Roquan Smith. <laughs> that happened. The Bears-Packers game early in the season was very ugly for the Bears. And then they kind of got lucky with that Patriots game, but it worked out, and the Bears killed the Patriots. That was so adorable when the Flues and oh, that embrace. Belichick got together Amazing. and the hug, and we were 3-4, and four and everything was right in the world. And then they traded Roquan and didn't win another game. But to, <laughs> to Brax's point here, though, with this comment, the Bears almost every year get booked for at least four primetime games, most times five. I think last year was the exception, and last year was the one year where you knew they were probably going to be awful. And I think most people are on the same page that this Bears team is going to be more entertaining this year. I'm not talking to Braggs. Yeah, I just straight dogged me yesterday in ways that I never thought I could be dogged. But it's an excellent point. Yeah. And there's a reason. The, the brilliance of the NFL, you, you finish last, you get the easiest schedule, they want to get you back in the mix. We're, I would be very surprised if we're going to go I'd – be, I'd be very surprised, extremely disappointed, but yet moderately interested if we're back at the same position next year and Braggs is having sex with our inflatable bear again. <laughs> Hopefully that won't happen. I would be stunned. But it would make for a good repeat. I just imagine the people have no idea what you're talking about as you say that. Yeah, that was, we have an inflatable bear that Greg Braggs got to know personally. I mean, he hugged it. I mean, it <laughs> he was hugged not. Hugged it. There was no. And, I mean, and there was maybe some slight humping. <laughs> it was more than a hug. It was more than a hug. It's like the Key and Peel skit. Three thrusts, flag. Yeah. You get two thrusts, <laughs> but a third thrust. Yeah. 
It was uncomfortable. It was, I mean, I didn't even know what happened until I I saw the video later. (laughs) And and then it was, (laughs) and it was uncomfortable. (laughs) And there it is, the admission from Braggs himself. (laughs) He just says, I humped it. (laughs) Period. (laughs) That's what I needed in my day. Thank you. We're best friends again. Buddy. It's a beautiful day outside <laughs> when this show is over, and I can't wait for it to be over. Um, <laughs> I am going to go right out that door, put my shady rays on. There you the go, sunshine. buddy. There you go. Uh, take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusive for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com use code chgo for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people and while you're wearing those shady rays you might as well get on the old golf course pins and aces is the official golf apparel partner of all city and chgo we Absolutely love our pins and aces gear. Was wearing it yesterday, and I did get a couple of compliments. Tons of compliments have been coming in on and off the course. They are family owned, which we love, just like Shady Race, by the way. Uh, pins and aces also family owned, a golf and apparel business. They have amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and the favorite beer sleeve that Hogue loves. It's an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag. And you, know, you can also store Italian beef sandwiches in those. It's also a beef sleeve. Really? Yeah, that's as, amazing. That's uh, as proven by Jay Zwalski on the CHJ Blackhawks. That's a good job by Jay. It was delicious. Uh, who was in the building and ready to Connor Bedard coming up later. Uh, keeping those drinks cold, cold, by the way, for the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use the code CHGO to get 15% off your first order and get that free shipping. That is pinsandaces.com. Uh, there's a question in there. Oh, by the way, I should also tell you that CHGO Bears offseason coverage is brought to you by the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program. You can learn more at ComEd.com slash poweringbiz. Let's go. So there's a question in there about the Bears' strength of schedule. And um, this is based more on opponent than anything else. So we can give you some information on this. Um, sharp football analysis. Warren Sharp does a really good job with schedule and coming up with strength of schedules. Um, and he's using projected win totals in here. So based on projected win totals, the New Orleans Saints right now have the easiest strength of schedule for the 2023 NFL season. The Bears, however, are on the list of the top five. They come in at the fifth easiest schedule for this season. It goes go. Saints... Number one, Falcons, number two, Panthers, number three, Colts, number four, Bears, number five. 
with the easiest schedules in 2023. The projected win total for the Chicago Bears at 7.6. And right now, if you were to bet with our friends at DraftKings, the current line, the over-under on wins for the Chicago Bears is, quite frankly, a respectable 7.5. That would be a 100 and... 30% improvement over last year, team. Now, I also remember talking about the six and a half total last year. Didn't happen, And a lot of team. arguments that uh, were probably made on the show that they'll go over. Now, that being said, did not know that um, Roquan Smith would be traded. Right. And Justin Fields would be hurt. Listen, we're going to do my Justin Fields projection at some point. And yeah, Karma I, did some simple math. And when I say simple, I mean simple. And uh, he's got the exact projection of stats for Justin Fields. I really think that that is unfortunate that you just called it simple because I thought it was very detailed and borderline AP calculus worthy. Would you like me to hold this for another show or would you like me to do this now? It's up to you, Hogue. Long off season. That's that's a lot of pressure. I think we can. You want to do it? Let's go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and do it. Great. So everybody, sit back, like we did yesterday, and we did deep breathing with Justin. Let's go deep breathing on what's going to happen here for Fields. By the way, uh, my shipment of my new Blackhawk shirt is on the way, which I'm very excited about. So so there. Um, thank you. Great merchandise. All right, you ready? You ready, Lawrence? Which you can get at chiolocker.com. Chiolocker.com. All right. Justin Fields, to this point in his career, has thrown for 4,112 yards in his two years as the Bears quarterback. Okay. okay. He has rushed for a total of 1,563 yards. Because you yesterday were looking at his old numbers in the MVP, if he gets to be a candidate. So I'm putting everything, boiling everything together. So that is a total of 5,675 yards. Everybody with me? He's thrown for 4,112. He's rushed for 1,563. Add those together, you get 5,675. You divide that by two, is two years, you get he's, he's accounted for 2,838 yards as the quarterback of the Bears in his first two seasons, running and throwing. Now, going into year three, with a revamped offensive line, with a DJ Moore, with a Chase Claypool who knows the offense, with a burner Tyler Scott, with a Roshan Johnson, with a, with a Khalil Herbert being featured, a Robert Tunyon, a Cole Komet taking another step, I thought it was reasonable to say that Fields is going to make a major leap this year, not be double, but 50% better. All right? Mm-hmm. 50% better on 2,838 yards on average his first two years. Remember, his first year was a complete disaster. And his second year, he had a new offensive coordinator and nothing to work with. So I think 50%, albeit a little aggressive, is mostly reasonable. That would get you to 4,257 yards with a slight roundup. So he's, so, so he's going to account for 4,257 next year. Now... I think he's going to rush for less, probably half, ideally, of what he did last year. I'm giving him a slight bump on that. 
So I'm going to say he's going to rush for 600 yards. He re- last year was just 1150. So I'm going to say I'm going to give him 600 yards rushing, which means that in year three, Justin Fields is going to throw for 3,657 yards. Three six wow, five seven. That's, that's wow. a lot. That's definitely you, the over. I was going to say getting a three thousand would be a bump. Would be pretty good. Three thousand six fifty seven. Three thousand target goal. Bang. Divided by seventeen is still only one hundred seventy six per game. Yeah. Okay. What's the average on that? 36.57 divided by 17? Hold on, I got it. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's, over 200, 215 right? yards a game. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah the, I only did 3,000. 36.57 divided by 17. I mean, that's 215 yards a game. That, that ain't is a lot. not that much. No. I am not asking for a ton here. No. Yeah, that extra game. Maggie, I'm going to find where you live and you're going down, buddy, with your ha, 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 three, six, five, seven in the chat. We'll see, buddy. You got to consider the potential of a game missed here or there. That bumps up the average. Yeah, exactly. Who they're they're playing, let's throw that in there, too. What did Jalen Hurts throw for last year? 37. Mm Mm-hmm. 3,700. This is basically right where – so you got him going for Jalen Hurts – Breakout season. Um, I mean, I'm on the listen. I'm on the on the positive, aggressive, what's possible slash reasonable train, and I I don't think I'm completely. You know, I don't think I'm going too far. We're going towards best case scenario. I think I'm a little bit. I'm part of me is probably just jaded from Bears quarterback history. I would say I would go a little bit, like maybe I'd take. 250 yards off of your total and put it back towards the rushing side. Okay. And I do think the rushing yards go down. They better go down. But I also look at him and I go, he's still a freak of nature and he's going to break some crazy 60-yard touchdown runs sometimes. I hope that still happens because those are fun. Yeah. In your scenario, what you just laid out, that means he would throw for an average of 200 a game. Right on the money. What they got to get rid of is, like, those 73-yard per games. If he's not throwing for 200 yards a game. I know. He will not be in the MVP conversation, I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. Excellent point, Lawrence. Uh, Now, if he plays 16 games, say he misses one game, that 36-57, that's, like, 228.5 yards a game. If he plays 15 games, it's up to 244, basically. So. QB one staying healthy in my projection yeah. here. I'm not. I'm not factoring. I like him, how him Michael, hurt. Michael Nash puts it: 3,200 passing, 800 rushing. I'd be happy with. Maybe that's. Uh, the, give me 4,000 all-purpose yards. How like, much? 4,000. 4,000 all-purpose. That's where. That's basically where I'm at. I'm at 4,200. I gave. Because he was. How much did he rush for again last year? 1150. I don't have. So he um, basically was 3,400 all-purpose last year. So getting 600 more yards, that should be, that should be doable. That's, that's not even asking for too much. Can we have him return punts? 
So we went all purpose yards. Let's go. Well, I don't want to get him killed. But uh, he'd, he maybe would, one, I'd like. He would crush I, like, those Like, put him guys. back on a kick return and just let him go? <laughs> he would run over dudes. Yeah. Okay. Listen, if, if Justin Fields was here right now and you and you gave him those expectations, you're going to throw for 3,600, you're going to rush for 600. I don't think he'd blink at that. Well, he'd probably say it's not enough. I mean, Lamar, exactly. Lamar Jackson say, said he's going to throw for 6,000. Right. He'd probably it's say not it's not happening. Exactly. He'd probably be, let me rephrase, he'd probably be insulted by that. How's that? I hope he would be. It's the kind of attitude and, I'd want for my quarterback. Right. And if Luke Getze was here, I don't think he'd blink at that. I, th- I think he'd think that's absolutely yeah. possible, I would hope. Okay. Well, um, I'm excited for the schedule to come out. I find it entertaining. Me too. I, I'm excited. When are we doing a show tomorrow? Seven o'clock tomorrow night. Super excited. You look so excited. We are going to be joined by Gregory. Rags is coming on on that show tomorrow night. Oh yeah! Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, we could veto it. He doesn't have to be on it. Well, I mean, after the Chris Collins thing. I mean, he's gonna, will, will he have time? He's going to be booking all his travel. Is, you that's know, true. That's, he's got to book all his yeah. travel. Yeah, you know. He's got to book him, his family, all the Bears fans. <laughs> I think he books the Bears. I think he's the oh, Bears he's, travel agent. He's, then he's Costanza in the Seinfeld thing yeah. because he's the he assistant would, to the traveling he secretary. Would be a, don't you think he'd be a good traveling secretary for the Bears? No. Who is the Bears traveling secretary? Is there such is that position still? Oh, somebody I I should probably know that off the top of my head. I don't know. Yes, there's someone has a, a very important job of moving the team. Kevin Fishbane, if you're watching the show today and you have that knowledge, feel free to put it in the chat. Sure. <laughs> Not to say that Fishbane's greater than you, but you know, Fishbane details dude strong. Fishbane's in in a better position to quickly Google that. But he doesn't need to Google. It's all in the fishy. Fishman. <laughs> it's all in the fishy. All right. Uh, Brags in the stands or the uh, dark or the Brags in the dark and the after dark. It's all happening tonight. Uh, 6.30 on that one. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Either way. Whatever. 8 o'clock. Why is it at 8? I have no idea. Because it's after dark, baby. It's after dark. And uh, you got to move it farther back because the sun's setting later? Correct. I, this, is the day, this is the off season every other Wednesday plan. I will be joining the show after... Dark. Lane Tech and Jones uh, City Championship Soccer today. You're welcome to come to Lane Tech Stadium. By the way, okay. free publicity for you, Kenny McReynolds. The game is being televised at 6 o'clock on WCIU. I will, uh, I will watch there. The game, on, game of the week. I will not drive back down to the you city best, of you, Kennedy at 6 o'clock. You better put, no it, chance. put it on. 45. That's her number. I mean, just uh, leave I'm from watching. here. There's a good Euro place, I believe, right across the street. Mr. Big Boy Euros is right yeah, there. Yeah, Euros. Did she wear 45 for Jordan? I don't think so, unfortunately, okay. but I'll, we'll have to work on that. Uh, there's a lot of good. Fensick. All right, we're out of here. Uh, so, it? again, tomorrow, no, there is no noon show tomorrow. 7 o'clock tomorrow night when the schedule is officially out. We are going to be breaking it down for you. Join us in primetime tomorrow night. And um, I apologize for everything Carm wrote and said today. It's going to be a great description tomorrow. (laughs) The CHGO Bears podcast. Talk to you tomorrow.
Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org.